0: Hey podcast lovers, welcome to Caffeine and High Hopes. I'm your host, Danny Weirden. You will be able to connect and listen to inspiring beings, local badasses, and overall good people. Honest conversations about business, relationships, parenthood, and everything in between can be found here. Get comfy and get ready to be motivated to live your best life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited that you are here. And uh, thank you for being here today. So before we get into it, I want to give an update. I'm doing another order on the merch crewneck sweaters. So you have until next Monday to get your orders in. uh, You can email, DM message whatever um, everything is on the Instagram page or the website which is just caffeineandhighhopes.ca so you have a lot of different options of how you can order um, they come in the black or the royal blue and sizing is small to XXL I think I'm going to double check to see what uh, the biggest sizes are so stay tuned for that And hats are in from the last order, so I'll be getting a hold of everybody. They just got in uh, last night, so I will be getting a hold of everybody who ordered those because that was the last order for the season. And I'm just finalizing up the details on the Sherpas. So the only thing with them is that we're gonna need a fairly large order before we can place it so we might have to really get a bunch of people together for it but I'm gonna get one done up and get some pictures done and let you guys know how it is because it is Sherpa season it is getting chilly out and I just want to be cozy so stay tuned for that Uh, they'll have a new logo and everything on it so I'm very excited uh, if you noticed, I am in the midst of rebranding the Instagram page. I changed over the album art for the podcast, which I am thrilled about. I did it all on my own, and uh, not to give myself too big of a pat on the back, but I think it turned out pretty good. So I'm hoping that it's updated for everybody. It might take a little bit, but I'll uh, share some pictures of it on The Instagram story and everything so check that out and yeah just kind of bear with me I finally figured out how to make a cohesive theme with all my posts rather than just kind of winging it and uh, found a better app to do everything with and yeah I'm excited it's gonna look a lot more professional and it's just it definitely is more me than what I was doing so yeah I'm pretty pumped it might be a little bit jumbled on the Instagram for the next little bit while I work out the kinks and everything, but it's going to look good. Uh, I'm a visually, uh, how do I put this? I'm a visual person, I guess I should say. So I really live off of this stuff and it really, um, not bothers me, but it just, it makes me more excited when things look a certain way and are appealing. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. Uh, what else do I need to tell you? Oh, yes, I am still doing, which if you haven't seen my Instagram or have been really following along or if you're just new here, I just started offering, um, card readings for people. So angel readings, angel card readings, Oracle card readings, whatever you want to call them. And I have a special on for September that's $25 for, a reading and what I do is every reading right now is the same so you look at what you need to let go of what you need to focus on and what's coming in for you and uh I've been keeping that across the board for everybody there's been you know a few bonus cards here and there for people and uh Yeah, so what I do is I tune into everything. It's all done remotely. I find that's been the best way for me so far. And I type everything out and make it into a pretty PDF with uh, the picture of your cards and everything. Usually it's about two to three pages long and I email it to you. So feedback has been amazing. Uh, I... I'm so glad that I took the dive and initiative to get into this and actually start sharing it with people because, oh my goodness, the feedback that I have been getting is amazing and it just, it makes my heart swell and it's it's really fulfilling. I I knew I enjoyed doing this, but uh, yeah, it's it's just every reading that I do and the feedback I get has been so fulfilling and I don't know I'm just I'm really liking it and it's been kind of cool because I'm like booking a week in advance now just from the last two weeks so that's really amazing so thank you to everyone who has got a reading or has reached out um I really appreciate it and I love doing this for you guys so if you need any more info on that shoot me a message um I'll, I'll try to do a thing on Instagram kind of like what are card readings, um, what do you get out of it, when do you know you need one, stuff like that. Basically, if you need clarity on a situation or you just feel like your life is kind of scattered and scrambled, they can kind of help bring direction to it and showcase what, what you need to do or what steps you need to do in order to get things a little more straight and narrow. So, yeah. Um, okay. And oh, before we get into today's episode, I want to give you guys a life update because I know you like those. I recently decided that, you know what? I've done the work. I feel pretty good. I'm getting back out there <laughs> and uh, don't get too excited. Nothing has happened yet. I, I Kind of got over myself and the whole, oh, dating apps are dumb, blah, blah, blah. Nothing good comes from them, which, I mean, nothing has come from them that's any good. But right now, given that it's a pandemic and I have been trying, I will tell you this, I have been trying to meet people in person. Um, I've been making it a priority to get out and about. I try to go to the brewery you know, once a week-ish, whatever, see what's going on, and yeah, there's no people out, nobody's going anywhere right now, so <laughs> that wasn't really working in my favor, so I got on the dating app, just one, I didn't do all of them, and uh, I went, it was Bumble, so that you can control the conversations so that was kind of nice. It takes pressure off of everything. Women have to message first, so I don't have to message if I don't want to. And yeah, I, uh, I swiped through everyone in my area, ran out of people and matched with one person that, uh, is really, I don't, it's not that exciting. And the conversation isn't really you know, going anywhere. So there's that. <laughs> but just thought to keep you guys in the loop. Um, I did, and this is the power of social media. I did uh, have a tweet on the weekend that I uh, was in the tub. I was eating ice cream and I was swiping on Bumble and I tagged Bumble in it. And I said, I don't know if this is a new high or low for me, and uh, left a little tweet there. And within minutes, I had Bumble tweeting me back, the actual Bumble page, and they said, yo, you know, it sounds like a great night to us, blah, blah, blah. And we kind of went back and forth for a bit. And then they sent me a private message and said that they're sending me a care package to help with my nights that I spend indoors swiping. (laughs) So I have no idea what it entails. Um, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Great customer service, which shout out to Bumble. Yeah, you know, I'm impressed. I, I just need to, you know find someone to match with and actually line up a date now. But whatever, get in a care package, you guys. So when I get it, I am 110% sharing it with you all to show you because I have no idea what's going to be in it. Maybe it'll be like some Bumble swag or something. I don't know. I really don't feel like I'm a poster child for uh, dating apps. But hey, if they want to send me stuff, they can send me stuff. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, and yeah, I... So the reason I wanted to do this episode was because I'm finally stepping out and getting back into the dating world, which is scary AF, but I'm trying not to think of it that way. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to just let things unfold how they need to. I'm not getting in a hurry with any of it. Um, I'm not in a mad rush to find anyone or, you know, get super serious about stuff right away. Because I do, to be honest, have a lot on my plate right now, and I am focusing on a lot of things in my own little world, revolving work and side gigs and stuff like that, so that has been taking up more of my time, and I honestly don't know when I would have time to entertain someone right now, so we'll see what happens. I'm still feeling that I'm going to run across someone either unexpectedly or in person or something. I just, I really don't think it's going to be from an app. I'm saying it here first, so hear me out. Um, But I do, I do feel like there's something in the next couple weeks, man. Something's going to come up. Someone's going to show up and it's going to be like, oh, okay. So we'll see. I'll uh, keep you guys updated for sure. So today's episode It's kind of stemming from that and it's called recognizing your own red flags because I've realized that in order for us to actually fully date and have healthy functioning relationships and whatever, we need to start paying attention to our own shit and our own red flags in order to even... Think of or even step into a relationship with someone else. And people aren't doing that. A lot of people are not doing that. And I've seen a ton of red flags in other people. And it's always like, hmm, you know what? If you, you know, did a little inner work or worked on yourself or became more conscious of what you're doing, this wouldn't be a red flag for me. And not saying that I'm perfect and I don't have red flags, we're going to get into that. But let's start with um, just recognizing red flags in general. So these are some that I have seen in past relationships. Now, given I have only really dated two people since my divorce like five years ago. um, So I don't have a ton. But I mean, from the ex-husband and those two relationships, there's some red flags. So let's go through them. These are things you need to watch for and if they pop up, especially if they pop up in the beginning, do not ignore them because they will only get worse or it will create catastrophe later on. So if these things are popping up in the beginning, um, even if it's the first like couple months, that in itself is a major red flag. So don't brush things off because it'll be harder to address them and deal with them later on because you will have allowed them in the beginning and people will be like, "Oh, I can get away with this. I'm going to keep doing this." And it's just going to create a headache later on. So, if these things pop up in the first little bit, you have full permission to either bring it up and address it right then and there. And if it's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. That's that's totally fine. Get out early while you can because and take this from my personal experience, if you let these things go in the beginning, it will just, it'll get worse and it'll be harder to get out later on and it'll be messier and it's just no fun for anybody. So let's get into it. Uh, Okay. I'm just going to run through the list because these are all things that I have seen and dealt with firsthand, which when I wrote them all out, I was like, oof, like girl, (laughs) you've been through some, but uh, you live and learn. I'm telling you. These are things you can learn from. Just know that if it pops up, deal with it and get out of there. So manipulation, gaslighting, possessiveness, jealousy, clinginess, no emotional connection. Or a lack of communication, not making future plans, flaking out lots, only wanting things done their way, control issues, anger issues, not being able to control their emotions, not acknowledging your life or being there for you. The list goes on. Um, most of these things, I would say, actually not all of these things or from the past three relationships that I have had. And I have come to notice the little things that lead up to them. So some of the bigger things like manipulation and gaslighting, possessiveness, jealousy, those are some pretty big ones. And those can have little, they can leave you kind of little breadcrumbs along the way until you really put all the pieces together and you're like, holy shit, I'm being manipulated or I'm getting gaslit right now. And if you don't know what gaslighting is, that's when people kind of downplay your emotions and turn it around on you so that they don't have to take any responsibility for it. So saying things like, oh, we can talk about this once you calm down because you're causing uh, a fight right now and it's all your fault, even though maybe you brought something up that they're doing in the relationship and now they're they're kind of flipping it around on you and making you feel like you're the crazy one. Um, that was something I heard lots in a past relationship was that You know, we wouldn't be having this argument if it wasn't for me. Or, you know, the reason we're having issues in our relationship is because of you and because you're acting this way and kind of turning it around. Because normally what would happen was I would bring up an issue or something that's bothering me and being like, we need to address this. Or, you know, this made me feel this way. And right away it would turn into a full-blown fight and was just like, well, you know, you're the one doing this or you're the one who's being emotional and, you know, whatever. So just be wary of that because sometimes you don't really know it's happening until you're like right in the midst of it. And then it's like, oof, okay, this isn't good or healthy. So... I just yeah, keep an eye out for it. And I'm really I want to nail down that I'm doing this episode because I am getting back into the dating scene, which I don't know if I should be excited about, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And um and I know what to watch for. I've I've been through enough shit. Um I've really sat down with myself in these last couple months and been like, "Okay, what do you want? You know, how can you go about things differently?" And we'll get into that. Uh, kind of my side of stuff but just know that you can't change a person's behavior within a relationship only they can do that so that's why I think it's super important that we start recognizing our own not not necessarily faults but maybe our um like emotional patterns and things like that when it comes to relationships because sometimes it is our fault sometimes it's it's because we have some inner stuff going on that we haven't dealt with and we project it onto our partner and that's that's human I think that's pretty up there being considered normal but If we're constantly not recognizing it and pushing it away, that's when it becomes an issue because you'll find yourself repeating the same thing over and over or the same things happening within your relationships or they end the same way or whatever. That's when you got to take a look at, okay, maybe this is a me thing, you know, what am I doing uh, to, to make this happen again or am I attracting this type of person or whatever. Um... Because honestly, I think it's super important to be emotionally stable, uh, knowing yourself, your triggers, your patterns, and all that before getting into a relationship. And I ju- it just seems that people don't do this, at least people that I have dealt with. So maybe, maybe that's sort of something I need to look at. Um, but you can't go from person to person, you know, getting your heart broken or breaking someone's heart, carrying on and thinking... That it's, oh, it's just the other person's fault. You know, it has nothing to do with me. Because you know what? Sometimes it is 50-50. Sometimes it is one person over the other. And sometimes it is our own stuff. And that's fine. But you need to learn from it. You need to see it and recognize it. And be like, okay, this is popping up in every relationship I've had. I need to address this. I need to find the root of it. And I need to fix it. Like a case in point, um, my recent ex, this was, I wasn't going to share this, but it really applies to this story and I'm not dragging him or anything, um, but it was a couple, it was a couple weeks after we split up. I did the podcast episode and everything about it and I got a DM from the girl that dated him before me and she reached out and told me that he kind of did the same thing to her that he really kind of had an issue with commitment, and, you know, when she brought when she brought up that she wanted things, you know, to go differently, or she wanted more commitment, or seriousness, or whatever, um, and I mean, they had been together a while, that he kind of threw it in her face that, oh, I told you, I never wanted anything serious, and that was it. She never heard from him again. There was, like, no closure, there was tons of questions, blah, 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 and from what she knew, he did it to the girl that he dated before her. So this is a pattern. Um, and honestly, I knew from the beginning that, you know, major commitment was going to be an issue and things were great and lovely. And we had an amazing relationship for the first half of it because there wasn't a lot of pressure for commitment. He was still doing his own thing. I was doing my own thing. It wasn't until, you know, things started settling down and he was back here and I I wanted more. I was expecting more out of him and I shouldn't have because I knew from the beginning what he was kind of after. I mean, even though we had been together, he was basically living here. Um, He was not ready to solidify that and honestly, I just, I think that's when people need to recognize when they're stuck in a pattern or habit. Um, and, and maybe he has, I don't know, or maybe he hasn't, honestly, we'll never know. But, um, I do feel like, and it, and it made me feel better. I'm glad that she reached out to me. Uh, she had listened to the podcast and, uh, this is, you know, women supporting women. Awesome. Love it. We're following each other on Instagram now. So that's pretty cool. But, um, it did feel slightly better knowing that this was a pattern that he was in and that it wasn't necessarily something that I did to trigger it. I mean, the whole thing was just, it didn't end well. Um, but, That's a good example of, okay, you know, this is happening in every one of your relationships. You're staying with people for quite a long time, thinking everything's fine. They really want to solidify things and get more commitment out of it. And you panic and you run and that's it. Um, And that's where, and I mean, if you're relating to this, maybe you do that too. I don't know. But you need to recognize that go, go work on that. Because every time you enter a relationship and you stick with someone, especially for a long period of time, even if it's like a year or more, it's not going to end well and you're just going to end up hurting people if you don't deal with that. So if you have a fear of commitment, maybe figure out why, what is causing that, what What happens when you get to that stage and you get triggered or when you get to that point of, okay, we've been together over a year now, they want me to move in, You know, they want to start building a life with me. I get scared, I'm going to run away, and we both get our feelings hurt. That is not something that you should be doing over and over again. And if you would take the time to recognize it and work on it, you can enter a relationship and keep it healthy and know your triggers and know when that's going to happen and work through it and be open about it. Communicate it with your partner because that's the only way it's going to help. Um, and I know I'm not perfect. <laughs> this isn't, you know, putting him on blast or on notice or anything. This is just me saying that okay, maybe this person, you know, has a bit of a pattern when it comes to dating and relationships and I was a part of it. And now that I recognize that, I can move on a lot more easily because I I know that that was one of the reasons why. Um, I so we're going to get into kind of what I've noticed in the past couple years of what I've kind of been in because I was in kind of an unhealthy pattern that took me a while to sort out and kind of overcome. Uh, what I found that I was doing was that I was constantly getting involved with people that either didn't live close by or were kind of emotionally unavailable, But and I, and I knew that kind of going into it. But I always thought, oh, you know, we can make it work. And, you know, they're going to show their love by either moving to be with me or doing some grand gesture or whatever. And I was in my head a lot that I was willing to do whatever it took to make things work with these people. And then I thought, well, obviously, if I do that, they will too, which is very wrong. Um I was always looking for kind of that big, you know, you know, prove your, prove your feelings for me or show show how much you care for me or love me or whatever because I was always willing to do that for them. But here's the kicker is that I always kind of knew going into those situations that they weren't going to do that back for me. But I always thought, oh, you know, we'll get to a point. They'll realize that they're, you know, madly in love with me and things will turn around. I'll, I'll make this work and we'll make this work. We'll overcome it, whatever. And that's not healthy. That is not healthy. You guys, (laughs) you cannot get involved with people who aren't ready to, you know, commit to things or be emotionally available. Or if they live super far away, you can expect someone to totally turn their life upside down to be with you that's not yes that is a fairy tale but that's not something that a lot of people will do and the people that I had been involved with previously they really had no intention of you know going after things and I let them get away with it basically because I was always the one going out of my way I was bending over backwards for people and then when it came time for me to expect the same from them or ask the same of them, they would panic or it would turn into a fight or it would just end because I was giving too much. I was giving, 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 giving and I was I was happy if I only got like little itty bitty bits back and I was like, oh this is good enough, this is good enough and then finally when it got to the point where I was like, okay I need more or you know, I expect more or whatever. It was very unbalanced with all these people. And when it, when it got to that point, it was kind of like a big, hey, you're doing it again. And so what I've done is I've recognized that that is a huge red flag of mine. And I set out to fix it when I finally realized that it took getting involved with a couple people uh, to really solidify that. So I've really set boundaries now of you know what I want what I need and what I'm willing to do because you want reciprocation in a relationship you don't want it to just be one-sided I mean look at my last relationship I flew across the world for him and uh, in you know the start of a pandemic because I, I was in love with him and I wanted that and I wanted to make it work and that was one of the ways that It was going to work as if I did that and yet he couldn't spend a weekend camping with me and my son that was that just wasn't good enough for him or doable for him so you look at when you look at the big picture and you look at that you see very clearly that okay there is some unbalanced you know reciprocation going on here and now that I know that I can't be you know just going and doing things constantly for people and not getting anything back. I've, I've gotten really clear on what I need in a a relationship and I'm not expecting others to change, to fit into that. I just want someone who wants to do that with me and who is willing to kind of give that give and take. And we can both be there for each other. It's a very equal balanced relationship and, uh, If it doesn't mesh up in the beginning, I know that it won't later on. So I'm being mindful of that. And honestly, this time around, I'm very fussy on who I'm willing to entertain because I have a lot of good things going on right now in my life and I feel very content with my little routine and world and schedule and the things I'm working on and the goals that I have. It's all very exciting and I'm very happy with it. So now I'm kind of in the mindset of, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to just kind of go out on a whim and go out with whoever. They have to be very, very in line with what I want and what I need. And it feels good. That's a good boundary. I know exactly what I want. um, Because obviously I've been journaling about it. And uh, I, I know the type of person now that will fit within all of this. And I'm kind of comfortable just with waiting around for that. I'm not in a huge uh, rush to be like, oh my God, I need to line up all these dates and get out there because I know I'm going to have to weed out a few people and that's fine. I'm not really too concerned about it. So if you think you have some red flags of your own that you need to fix, here are some things that I suggest doing. And number one is obviously going to be journaling. You know I'm going to tell you guys this every single week. If you're not journaling, what are you doing? Um, What I found with journaling is that I got very specific with it. Like every time shit kind of hit the fan or I was having issues within a relationship, I would write it out. And as I was writing it, I would kind of answer my own questions that I was having in my head or be able to see the bigger picture and be like, Oh, it's happening again. Like you got involved with this person when you knew from the beginning that it was going to end in a dumpster fire. So here's why. Um, So it is really good at putting everything down and just allowing you to kind of take a step back and be like, oh yes, this is a me problem or this is a them problem, whatever. Write it all out, everything. Like I... I don't know if I'm dreading ever rereading my journals at some point or having someone read them when I'm old, but they're going to get the full details on every single one of my relationships and flings and whatever, because I wrote it all out and I kind of got clear on shit and gave myself shit (laughs) for, you know, repeating these things over and over again. So it's kind of funny, but okay. You also need to get really honest with yourself and you know, you're probably going to have a bit of heartbreak in, mixed in there. But really, really look at what you're doing. Are you constantly getting involved with the same types of people who keep breaking your heart? Are you going after people that you want to challenge for? That was another thing I noticed. And I think that was something of... I liked the idea of going after someone who maybe wasn't fully available, but then having them be interested in me and you know kind of like the the thrill of the chase kind of is what I was getting wrapped up in lots in previous years I wouldn't say recently but whatever and you can't do that so you're gonna have to look at parts of yourself that you don't necessarily necessarily like and this is where shadow work comes in Um, but it does really benefit you to kind of take that time and be like okay what am I doing Where can I change things? How can I pick this up and put it back together? Whatever. It's just, it's all beneficial. Really get to know yourself. Because how can you enter a relationship if you don't really know yourself that well? It's not that fun. You need to know your triggers. You need to know what makes you tick. You need to know what your love language is, how you you know, function within a relationship, all those things. Because if you don't have a full understanding of that, you can't expect someone else to either. And you can't expect to have, you know, a really good relationship or healthy relationship with someone. Another thing which I'm always going to advocate for, and I've talked about it on here a million and ten times, but a subconscious imprinting session, that has really helped um, with, Actually, this recent breakup because it kind of helped me put all the pieces together to open up to forgiving him and just for helping me move on and kind of deal with all the emotions that came with it. So, yeah, highly, highly recommend. Look for someone in your area. If you are in Peace River, go talk to Jen. Um, And just learning to value myself and stand firm in that. And you can. I did that all on my own and you can too because... You need to know what it is that you will tolerate and what you expect and create some solid boundaries for yourself, especially when you're looking to date someone or even if you are in a relationship right now, really know that, you know, this is what I expect in a relationship. This is what I need. This is what I want and communicate it. Make it clear with your partner because they can't read your mind as much as we wish that they could. They can't. So... Really, really have a good understanding of where you stand within that. And honestly, like if we were all conscious of this, I feel like we wouldn't have so many bad dates or relationship issues or broken hearts or people who have trust issues or who are dating just to date and to mess around with people. Like I just, I feel like if we were all more aware of our own shit, (laughs) we would be able to function and really approach dating in a much, calmer and easier manner because whole people dating whole people that's what a dream that is something that I am looking for and just realizing that if you can if you can find someone who is vibrating as high as you are and in that vibrational level that you are in or higher they're conscious of their stuff they're aware of it they know when they need to communicate and they do it's just to me that would be so peaceful. It would be so so nice to have someone that communicates their needs, um isn't triggered by things and blows up. Because that was that was something that I found um within my past couple of relationships was that the people that I was with, they would kind of bottle things up, bottle things up, and then blow up into like these massive yelling anger fits. And honestly, that is super triggering for me. And I don't do well with stuff like that. So just the idea of being with someone who is emotionally stable and can control their emotions and talk about stuff and talk through things with you, that is a literal dream. Um, so yeah, I'm holding out for that we're not we're not dealing with people who can't handle their emotions anymore that is out i'm not sitting around and having someone scream and yell and kick shit around me cuz i just i don't have time for that and to me it's really childish but moving on um sometimes you can piece it together while you are in a relationship Like, and what I mean by that is that, you know, you can work on your own stuff while you're in a relationship and kind of do the inner work and stuff, but it's going to be kind of messy and it's going to be hard. um. And you just have to, again, you just have to be open about it with your partner. Be like, look at like, I'm, I'm dealing with this. I'm working on myself. You know, I want to create a better relationship with you, whatever. Just keep it open. um. And out in the open with them, so that they understand kind of what's going on and can help you through it all. Because I don't think it's a lost cause. Like i I I think that we can all do more work on ourselves while in a relationship and still function. But ideally, we would have done the work beforehand before getting into a, a relationship, and that's kind of what I'm looking for right now. So yeah, and another thing that I kind of wanted to touch on here is kind of to go with the dating and relationship theme is it's really interesting so if you read my blog post uh from the weekend if you haven't it's on the website caffeineandhighhopes.ca you can go read on there that stuff's kind of the more dating relationship personal stuff which I mean I guess this is too whatever it's another mode of uh, hearing about it Anyways, I wrote about how people like to give unsolicited advice to single people. And even though they haven't been dating for a long time or whatever, it's it's kind of interesting because a lot of people have a lot of opinions on things. And I don't know how many times I have heard in this past, I would say two weeks-ish, about how, oh, you know what? You just need to find someone older who also has kids and just settle down. And just, you know, you need to find someone who's who's ready to just hunker down and raise kids together. And yes, that sounds appealing to some, I'm sure. But that is not what I am looking for. Um, and it may come as a shock to people. And when I say that to people, they're kind of like, well, why? Like, oh, good luck then. Like, I think what you're thinking of is a dream and blah, blah, blah. But hear me out. I am not the type of person like when it comes to thinking about blending a family and other kids, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not saying it's never going to happen. But I'm looking at the bigger picture of it. And honestly, that sounds super frickin scary. And I would hate to think about getting kids involved with kids and have things go south and dealing with picking up the pieces of that afterwards that is just that's not something I want to do or be a part of and honestly I never seen myself uh of of having a house full of kids that is not something that I ever really wanted I I wanted to be a mom I always knew that and I wanted to have one I wanted to have one kid and it could be because I'm an only child and loved it um but I saw myself as just you know being a mom to one doing that and carrying on with my life and uh enjoying all the parts of it with that with one child. So the idea of getting involved with someone that has multiple children or another child or whatever that's not something that is on my radar. And and whatever, I'm not this is not set in stone, it may happen, I don't know, but that is not the people that I'm actively going after because I know it's messy and I know it's hard and especially when you're a single parent I know what it all entails and I just yes it would be nice to connect with someone who gets it but at the same time I just I don't know if that's a road I want to go down and that's fine and it should be fine and people should be fine with it rather than telling me that well you know good luck with that because ideally my person would be someone who is my age or I don't know, maybe a little bit older, or younger, I don't really care age-wise, um, as long as they're, you know, emotionally mature and they, they'll have to be either fine with just the situation we have or whatever, because I'm, I've also made the decision in the past year, I'm not having any more kids of my own. I'm done. I'm done doing that. I've known that for a while and I was kind of on the fence about it and thought, oh, you know, if the person I'm with really wants it, then maybe I'll consider it. But the more I got thinking about it, the more it stressed me out and kind of gave me PTSD of being pregnant and going through an awful delivery that I just, I don't want to do it again. And so ideally I would have someone come into my life and we would just make it work with this and it would be fine. It would be three of us. So I don't know. Maybe that is a pretty big dream, and maybe that's a lot to ask of someone that, hey, I don't want to have kids. Um, You know, I'm, I'm fine with the one I have. I hope you are too. I don't know. Maybe there is someone out there that would be cool with that, but I just, right now, I'm kind of leaning more towards that than getting involved with someone who does have kids, because I just, I guess my biggest worry is that you know you let your kids meet and they really like each other and hit it off and they have a great time and then if something happens and things don't work out how are you supposed to how are you supposed to tell that to the kids like hey you can't hang out with them anymore because we're not together anymore and again that could be I could be totally in my head over this but that just the thought scares me <laughs> and I know how hard it was explaining things to my son this last time over splitting up there and yes, kids are resilient. He was he was kind of upset. He was like, "Well, who's going to play baseball with me?" And that kind of broke my heart, but he was fine. He hasn't mentioned it. He hasn't brought it up. He hasn't talked about him. So that's good, hopefully. Um I hope he's not traumatized over it and just bottling it up, but I guess we'll find out. Cuz it's just there's a lot to think about when it comes to dating when you have a child. And I just for me, juggling another person with you know a child or children that would just be very complicated so I don't know if if you have friends that are in the same boat or maybe you are in the same boat um, you're not alone but if someone comes to you or you know you're talking about dating with someone that you know And they kind of tell you what they're looking for. Don't scoff at them and be like, oh, yeah, good luck with that. haha." Because it kind of makes us feel like shit. (laughs) And uh, just kind of be like, you know what? Good. Like, I hope it works out for you. Like, don't don't make us feel bad for wanting a certain thing or for wanting things to play out a certain way, because trust me, we have thought of it all and we have thought of every little detail that goes into it and I don't know I'm at the stage of my life where I really like my little world that I have and so to allow someone into that it's going to be pretty special and it has to be someone who's willing to commit and stay for a while because I'm not just entertaining anybody I'm not doing that anymore I've done that (laughs) and yes it was fun for whenever but I'm not I'm just tired of doing that kind of stuff and I'm really not entertaining it right now so Yeah, yeah. Currently taking applications for uh, someone who, you know, wants to make a commitment and is emotionally stable, can make me laugh, and uh, enjoys a rambunctious dog and kid. (laughs) It's a lot, I know, trust me. Um, But there'll be someone. I'm not too worried. Anyways, This is my PSA to all of you. I'm going to wrap up now because we're, yeah, we're almost to the 45 minute mark. And uh, just, I cannot stress this enough, but just get to know yourself on a deeper level if you can. Whether you're in a relationship or not, um, if you know you have triggers, if you know you have things that bother you or things you need to work on, just do it. Take the time to do it. Create a nice whole person so that you can function and be a better person for whoever you're with or whoever you want to be with. There's, there's nothing bad about it. You're not going to lose anything. If you have to go to therapy, go to therapy. Like if you, if you've tried the journaling, you've tried doing it on your own and you can't quite pinpoint things, maybe you do need to go to therapy and have someone else get an outside perspective and help you through that. There is nothing wrong with that. And I feel like we really need to break that stigma around going and getting help Because sometimes we can't see things. Sometimes we can't fully grasp it and we need someone else to help us kind of peel back the layers and get to the root of things. And maybe it's stuff that we've suppressed or maybe it's from your childhood or whatever. Having that outside help can make a huge difference in your present relationships. So just be mindful of it and if you're looking back on your previous relationships and you know, you're single right now or whatever, take note. Is there any patterns going on? Was there anything that you fell into or, you know, is there a habit that you continually do or do your relationships always end the same way? Or do you always go for the same type of person? If that is something that you're seeing and it's a common theme, dig into it, look into it, do some inner work on it. Um, get some outside perspective, whatever it is you need to do, just do it. Because you can have a fully functioning, healthy relationship. Everyone can. I I have no doubts about that. We just need to make sure that we are fully functioning and we are whole in order to get to that. And I feel like people, people are kind of just jumping into relationships and dating without working on things. And that's when all these red flags come up. That's when, you know, fights and arguments and toxic relationships start because people are not willing to put the work in. So, yeah, keep that in mind. And if you are working on yourself, good job. Keep going. You're doing amazing. I applaud you. And uh, if anyone needs help with anything, let me know. I am still going to post every Monday on the Instagram and Facebook page at Caffeine and High Hopes a journal prompt every week. So if you are getting into journaling, this will kind of help you guide your writing and get into it and I'm hoping to launch a few more things coming up. I'm very excited about. It. I just have to wrap up a few things and get things organized, but stay tuned for that. Um it's going to be pretty cool. And just to give you a hint, it might be an ebook. We'll see. Um and yeah, go follow along on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Caffeine and High Hopes on Instagram and the Facebook page is just Caffeine and High Hopes. Tell your friends about it. Tag me in your journaling moments or your morning coffee moments. Uh, If you buy merch, tag me in those in your stories. I love to see people wearing them. It makes me so flippin' happy. Uh, I had a lady reach out to me and say that she saw someone wearing them at work and so then she had to order one. So that's pretty cool and that makes me feel pretty awesome. We're we're getting out there. We're creating this little community, which is so, so cool and all I've really wanted. I just, I love helping people and I love making them feel good and this is my way of doing it. So thank you for allowing me to fulfill that. And yeah, if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you've subscribed, rated, reviewed, all that good stuff and yeah you can follow along on spotify check out my website and yeah i'm gonna hopefully have some new updates on the website shortly and get things a little more pristine on there so you can do some online ordering of things and i'm hoping to have new merch in the form of sherpas coffee mugs all that good stuff so stay tuned we got big things coming and yeah thanks for listening and i hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful day